What's up, James? No, you son of a bitch. That's not what we're starting with. Sorry. Go ahead. We do this every time. <laughs> hey, um, it's a brand new fucking season. Uh, can I cur- can I curse on that show? I guess oh, we can. All right. It's, it's your show. You do whatever the fuck you want. Our show. All right. Brand new season. Uh, brand new episode of Don't Tell's Pod. Uh, I'm James Holis. That's Joe Borelli. This is our first podcast of the 2019-2020 season. And guess what? The whole topic of this season and this podcast is going to be for the foreseeable future. The key word is chaos. The key word is turmoil. It, uh, it all started when Kevin Durant tore his Achilles and the NBA got flipped, turned upside down. Wait a minute. We're doing a season theme? We're going to have the same theme for the whole season? Hey, man. Uh, maybe we'll change it later on. Don't <laughs> hey, right. I'm, I'm trying no, to get no, my back. Right Sorry, now. I didn't mean to right. jump in your role there. Go, 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 go. Yeah, I was I was about to get rolling right here. We only got 20 fucking minutes, all right? Hey, you know, I'm busy um, man. Go. So summer was crazy, a lot of roster movement. I heard I heard something like 70% of 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 players from last year that won rosters won different rosters this year. I don't know the exact numbers, but something ridiculous like that. Yeah, I heard something um, similar. Yeah, so it's, it's a really big and so far I think I think you'll agree with me, everyone listening and Joe, that the season has been every bit as kind of tumultuous and up and down as you would expect from all that movement, right? We got Anthony Davis, who just showed out the other day with forty and twenty as a Laker. Uh, you know, we got Kyrie Irving, who's probably I think he's still leading the league in scoring right now as a net. Uh, you know, so there's a lot going on in the league. Um, I'm gonna tip my hat to you, Joe as a Sixers fan, because I think your team got a lot better. Thank you. Uh, we talked about this on your podcast. Yeah. Everyone who hasn't, make sure you go check his super flight pod out. Um, so, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to actually, you know, Hey, I gotta, I gotta eat a little crow as a Celtics fan because last season we were really full of, full of ourselves and we got humbled. Uh, so yeah, right now the season's off to a, a great start. I think Joe. Yes, sir. Word of the day is turmoil. Mm-hmm. What does that make you think of? Oh, turmoil. Let's see. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Is it uh, Steph Curry breaking his hand? Is it the, the Warriors? Completely- you are a Sixers fan, and you did not say Joel Embiid. <laughs> That's not turmoil. That's beautiful, dude. You oh, you know what? I know why you're embarrassed because Joel kind of he he came out on the bottom of that scrap. Embarrassed? Have you? Did you watch it? I did watch it. He, he did first not come out embarrassed. He did not come out on the bottom of that scrap. He tried to thumb Carl Anthony Towns' eyeball out, which is dirty pool in a basketball fight. I mean, was that on purpose? Uh, I don't even know. I feel, I feel like when you're grappling, you know, your, your hands just go anywhere. Just you, know. you don't don't come on, man. He's a grown man. Second of all, it's funny because <laughs> have you ever seen two uh, kindergartners fight where they kind of just lock up and you know, no punches thrown? No, there was a punch thrown. Carl Anthony Towns threw a punch, and Joel got grabbed him right away. Well, whatever you want to call it, all I know is they gra- they end up just kind of like bear hugging and dancing a little bit. Sure. You know, they missed each other, you know. And it's funny, I'm going to say this. The reason Embiid did not come out on the bottom of this is because his team was up 20 when and he and Carl Anthony swung first. So Embiid was was, you know, he broke him. He broke he broke his cool. And that's uh, it's funny because Embiid made a big deal of saying he's not talking trash this season, but obviously that's not the case. Well, so. I mean when a guy swings at you 
Yeah, I think I think you're allowed to talk trash. I think all. all well, the point, all no, those, the point is, know. I mean, why did he swing? Don't you can't tell me and was silent he, all game. I know he was in his head. He's in his head, but he did what he did to everyone, dude. He's owned Carl Anthony Towns the entire time they've been playing against each other. It's everyone knows it. Like Towns, I love Towns. I think Carl Anthony Towns is a spectacular talent, and I think he's been performing incredibly this year. I think his defense has gotten a lot better. I think he's been hitting the three, the three up until last night at what. 50%? It's been nuts. He's been carrying that team, and they were off to a surprising, really surprising 3-0 start. I was super happy for him. Still love Robert Covington. I was like, you know, the teams, hopefully they can be good. I was like, man, they might actually sneak into the playoffs, and who knows? They still could. But, you know, the Philly defense is tough. They're going to be tough to play against. Their offense is just really tough to watch. But their defense, they've just got so much length and so much size that they're going to frustrate guys. So they did what the, you know, grappling big men do. You know, the the one guy gets the other guy's arm and the other guy acts like he's not grabbing his arm and he's grabbing his arm. And, like, they're tussling a little bit down at the other end. And then because Carl Anthony Towns – and, they, by the way, they were down by 20 at the time or more. Towns swung at him. I mean, like, yeah, Joel was, was probably in his ear and probably giving him a hard time. But – you know, dude swings at you like, sorry, man, all bets are off. Like, you know. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm going to say this no matter what. I mean, I get it. If you're like in a down and dirty street fight with bottles and bats, you don't gouge somebody's eye out, dog. Yeah, that's not, that's, it's, but these are professional athletes, man. That's not, and I get it. You know, the pictures, the picture's kind of hilarious. I'm glad, I'm glad that Carl Anthony Towns isn't hurt, but. And he did. He, I'm, I'm with you. He probably didn't do it on purpose. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, no, but, I, don't, uh, I honestly don't think Joel Embiid. Like, put his thumb in his eye on purpose. I think, like, really, they were grappling. Fucking Town. Watch, quick, go watch uh, the replay. And, like, Town swung at him, and they just grabbed each other. You know? What were you going to say? Carl Anthony Towns, in a little more than 30 minutes a night, is averaging 27 points, almost 12 rebounds, four assists, almost three steals, two blocks, and he is shooting 53% from three. Yeah, well, that came down... As of last night, because he was up to like 35 points a game, 14 rebounds. No, sir. This is including last night's game. No, I know. I'm saying the night before they the night before his 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 uh, totals were up at like 35 points, 14 rebounds, three blocks, something like that. Last night, you're right. uh, Joel got him. Got him. You know, he only averaged. He only put up 13 and six last night. Yeah, uh, Joel does not. it to most people. Like, there's there's few people in this league that can stop him, and, and few people that he you know that he can't stop. So, in 22 minutes, though, let's say he would have had be- a little better numbers, but still, you're right. Joel got it to him last night, and at the same time, last night, Joel, your boy, went for uh, I don't know what did he do last night. I think he had 19 and 12, 19 and 10 or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. That's just 19, off the top of me. 19 and five, and he was a. Oh. A huge, he was like net set, you know, seven and 20 minutes of play. So it's fine, whatever. But the, the point Dude, is, you got to like, hold your phone still. You're making so much damn noise. <laughs> the point is, when is the last time you saw like a real NBA scrap? Yeah, no, it's been a while. It's been a, I don't know. I feel like there was one last year, wasn't there? I, I, uh, oh, Rondo and Chris Paul. That was whack. Oh, yeah. That was two years ago, though. But the, hey, man, they, oh, no, maybe that was your last, was that last year? That was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, I love that. That was fun. Uh, All right. So now, now another. Um, let's hit a couple. They of both the got suspended for two games, by the way, which I think, like, I I understand it, but like, dude, Town swung, Town swung. No, 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 no. Never no, 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 no. It's two games. And now Towns probably should got three, and yeah. you gave him B two. No, I'm fine with B getting two. He shouldn't. You know, like, he he got no legitimate 
as close as you can get to fight. Like he was, they were, you know, they were, they were grappling. And you know what? Embiid, I think locked up his arm because yeah, I think Embiid locked his arm up and sure. No, he swung first, but they were both complicit. Well, he's the only one that swung is the thing. Embiid never uh, swung. I'm not going to sit here and dry snitch on Towns. The, the other thing I wanted to mention is like there's a lot of people having a fit on Twitter about Ben Simmons not getting any suspension because he had Townsend in a, in a headlock. Uh, let me just say this. That, so there's two people. There's two sides of this this whole story. Like there's the Sixers fans who are like, look, you know, everyone wants to talk about Joel Embiid and, and Ben Simmons not getting along. And, and Ben had Townsend in a headlock with, you know, trying to get trying to get Embiid's back. And then the other people are like, you know. Ben should be suspended because he had Townsend. Gonna spend, here's, here's what happened. We are happened. not going to spend 10 of our 20 minutes talking about this fight. We're not going to do it. Well, you started it. All right. I know, and I'm ending it. That's that's it. Ben Simmons, a well, peacemaker. Congratulations. Yeah. No, no, no. I just want to put my piece out there. Like Ben did it because he was trying to keep Carl Anthony Towns from getting ejected. He was trying to keep from both of them from getting ejected. That was it. No, right. come on. No, stop. They already swung and fought. They were getting ejected. He yeah. wasn't trying to get – don't say that. Just leave it as is, all right? He, uh, he's lucky he didn't get suspended. Right, don't right. give me the whole – he was trying to stop that. All right. Fine. Fine. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so the Warriors obviously dominated the league for about five and a half, you know, five years. Uh, Kevin Durant made them, like, unbeatable. And honestly, it, it kind of wasn't fun watching. A lot of people loved it, and they said if you didn't watch the Warriors and love it, then you didn't love basketball, blah, blah, great. Can they I be honest one- with you? The last two years, I barely watched the Warriors at all. I just, it was not fun. It was fun. And, and, it was beautiful basketball, but I just didn't no, care. No, no, no. Hey, this is, this is, we, we are down with Hoops Rebellion. We don't have to, we don't have to sugarcoat anything. <laughs> it wasn't fun watching the Warriors. All right. They were great. And we could, you could marvel at how dominant they were, dominant they were. Two MVPs on the same team in their prime. Amazing. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they are going to go down as, you know, arguably the best team of all time. Absolutely. I, I, I would not argue with that. But it's um, – I think we all will kind of wait for them to get their comeuppance, right? And yeah, Kevin sure. Durant left. They, they didn't do a great job rebuilding this summer, I thought. D'Angelo Russell came in. So far, even with Steph Curry in the lineup, they didn't look great. And then now the news has really hit. And it's just crazy how fast everything can fall apart for a team. Well, that Steph was going to be my broke. question, too. Like, hey, can you remember a team that was so good and fell, fell apart so, so fast? Absolutely. The Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, they won a championship. And then the, the Reinsdorf, Ryan, uh, yeah, the GM didn't bring guys back. And the next year they were starting like – uh, like Corey Blount and like Randy Brown because the team, everyone was gone, you know? Yeah. But as far, yeah, as far as a team, like in modern history, um, well, I mean, I that's modern history. It's like 30 years ago, but no, is it 30? Is, 25? Yeah. We're talking, yeah, we're talking 20, but I'm, saying, 25 I'm years talking about, Jesus. don't forget the average NBA fan, like anyone, like the five people listening to this podcast, they're probably like in their mid twenties. So true. they have that's no so the fact is, uh, I can't. I mean, oh, the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas won a championship, and the yeah. next year came back as a scrap. But as far as a team of that kind of dominance, you know, it's it's yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, but the Dallas uh, Mavericks, you could you could make the you could make the claim that they they were lucky to win that championship to begin with. No, I don't, no, no. I don't think they were. I think they were an amazing team for that one season. But you're right, they didn't bring the guys back. But they weren't a juggernaut like the the Warriors were. They didn't have that sustained hey. run. Five years in the in the championship in the in the finals, that's it's it's crazy. But go ahead. So let's think about this though. You say that, but like they did beat 
Kobe Bryant and yeah. in this prom. Oh, I'm not taking anything away from him. I love that Mavericks team. It was like they did. They beat Kevin Durant. They beat you know. So was, no. All right. So that's not here or there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so Steph Curry is probably gonna be out for the foreseeable future. And I think it's only four to six weeks, but still. That's foreseeable future. It's like that's almost too much. True. We're gonna be almost January when he comes back, right? No, four to six. It's a month and a half. It's a month to a um, month and a half. Either way, I think they find a reason I'm to saying, let him out. Oh, we're almost in November, right? Yeah, true. And so we're staying six weeks. We're December fifteenth. That's that's pretty cool. I could say that's you're almost in January. Yeah. All right. Um, but you're right. So whatever. Either way, I would bet that the Warriors find a way to hold him out and try and try and get a better pick in the offseason. Okay, so this the, the reason they won't do that. The reason they won't do that. Now, the reason they won't do this is this is why I had some questions for you, but you're just fucking up the format by just stepping <laughs> over. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's too late now. You're going to let the cat out of the bag because that was my thing. We're going to discuss what would the Warriors do going forward. And, you know, really quickly, obviously, we got other things to touch on. Is the fact that, like, so you're saying you think they should they should throw in the towel, basically. I mean, if you have D'Angelo Russell as your your star now, who sucks? By the way, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be open on and honest about this. I've never liked D'Angelo Russell. I think he sucks. I don't think he's good. I think he was a fringe All Star on the on the on the Boston or not Boston, the Brooklyn Nets last year. But after like two other people got hurt, he's not that good. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, D'Lo fans. D'Lo sucks. If he's your star in the Warriors, you're fucked. That's it. All the listeners out there, it's at J-O-E. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, if the Warriors picked him up to to increase his, uh, you know, trade, uh, what, what do you call it, trade market, and make him a, <clears throat> not a better player, but more, make him more valuable to the rest of the league so they can get, so they can maximize their value out of him. I understand that, but they should have turned around and traded him right away because right now he is plummeting. That's not what, no, no, you couldn't trade him until either because he signed that big contract I well, think you couldn't trade him either till December or you couldn't trade him till next till next summer. Yeah, they, you, they, might they, right. you might be right. Well, theoretically, yeah. they should have just they should have figured something out. I don't know. So, his his uh, trade value uh, is not increasing. About D'Angelo Russell, um, yeah, he hasn't really showed up and inconsistency has been one of his hallmarks. Uh he was re- it's, he was really crazy hot from mid-range last season, but right now he's averaging 16 four and six and he's just not really shooting great and that's his thing right he's like one of those he's a scorer not a shooter mm-hmm. yep. and I, you know so like I mean, he does you some know. nice things on the offensive end but that's about it i he, yeah, you know so- he, the funny thing is for a guy who was touted his passing was like the thing about him when he came out of college he, I, I don't know man it like hasn't really translated he has some nice passes on occasion but like well last, just, no, last season he averaged no last season he averaged 21 and 7 um you know, he led the team. I'm pretty sure he led Brooklyn in assists, 21 and seven. Uh, and for look, for, he handled the ball a lot. 21 seven, only three turnovers. That's a that's that's a pretty good ratio. He is a good passer. He's a clever passer. He makes timely passes. He puts in the shooting pockets. The problem is he's a, a high pick and roll. You know, let me dribble a lot, player, and that's not how the Warriors play. Yeah, sorry, I'm just you being know? hot takey guy tonight. Because we're we're on a well, no, it's fine. It's fine, but so here's the thing. Like my question to you. Go ahead. What's your question? I'm gonna say right now they're not gonna tank because they just opened that new arena, and they don't want empty seats, and they have to try to stay competitive. They can't sign any more players. My thing is, all right. This is my question for you, and then we'll move on to something else. Draymond Green, right? Arguably a top twelve-ish player the last few years. Some people have put him in the top ten. Some of them. TM, put him in top 10. Uh, he's getting a little old. He looked a little slow last season. He kind of had a resurgence in the playoffs. 
Now it's him and D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. And this is where my joy comes in, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a – it's stupid to say I test versus analytics. Draymond was great in the context of he had Klay Thompson, Steph Curry. He had, you know, vets like David West with him. He had he had a big man, to, to and he'd only play center at some point. And then KD came along, and all he had to do was worry about, you know, Defense rebounding. He was averaging seven seven and like seven seven and seven last season. You know, uh, great playmaker from his position. I get it. People people gave him this label, superstar. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What do you think Draymond Green's numbers are going to look like this season? Playing with D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Poole and guys like that. Well, what's he at right now? Um, I'll look. You keep talking. I'll look it up for you. I, I just think that you know if. <sighs> If the Warriors are really light years ahead, I know that Draymond is like ultimate Warriors player. He was he was key in all their championships, all their runs. He's been the heart and soul of that team, as everyone said time and time again. If I was the Warriors, with the position they're in right now, man, I would really think about seeing what they could get for him trade-wise. So what do you get? What do you guess, guess his stat line right now. Just guess. Uh, I would say I haven't watched a second of the Warriors. So I would say – actually, I did. I just – yeah. Um, let me say – Five points, eight rebounds, two assists, three assists. He's a really good player, a uh, good passer. So four assists. Just say you hate Draymond Green. Um, he's he averaging. No, nah, nah, it's, it's pretty. You're pretty close. He's averaging like <laughs> ten. No, ten, eight, and like four. Yeah, um, that's what I said. I was that was low on the points. I'm sorry. I'm looking at his game log. He's only had one game where he was a net positive, and that was against the lowly uh, Pelicans, because mm. they still only won by eleven. Um, I still I it, still take umbrage with the the term lowly when you're describing a team. I hate that. I hate when people say the lonely lowly this team lowly that team. It's all relative, dog. And yeah, like the Pelicans, Pelicans are out there, out there two best players. Zion's out, and obviously Drew Holiday's been out with some good injury. So, like you know, even against like last night they played the Suns, and we're going to talk about the Steph Curry injury a little bit more maybe. But yeah, Dre only average. He only put up four points and five rebounds last night and they got cooked you know mm-hmm. so like it's i just don't like the fact that people smart people don't really they can't smart people don't have like an imaginative creative thought in their head because they look at draymond green they see what he's doing his numbers and they say this guy he's you know i heard i heard better than charles barkley and better and like the context is he doesn't have to carry a scoring load right. that allows him to do so much his energy is all, and it, he's a great defender. Absolutely, he's a, he might all be a hall of famer right now. Yeah. All world, one of the best we've ever seen. Undersized, play center, t- so that's great. But like, just to say, he's a superstar. He'd be a star anywhere. And it's I, you put him in Chicago right now. The team Chicago has you swap him and Larry Marketing. What well, and that's a he'd actually probably be okay there because they got offense. They'd but be like, a lot better if he was in Chicago. Chicago would be a much improved well, team. But that was an absolute terrible, terrible example. Um. But like a team that needs scoring, you know, a, te- a well, team Dray- without a yeah. super- Draymond's not a scorer. That's it. His his That's- his his value is in all of the other things. His value is in his passing. His value is really in his defense. His value is in Again, being able to. You put him on a team like let's say even like the Knicks. Sure. I, I don't th- I don't think he's I don't think the Knicks get much better. <laughs> and that, I, I do think the Bulls well, get better because they have a super powered offense if they just had a little bit of defense to go with it. But right. But see, even the, even with that, like a big part of his defense is he's a help side defender. Mm-hmm. Um, he could do a little rim protection. But like, look right now, the Warriors, 
They need him to be a, a, like a superstar defender. And he, this, he it's, it's, I get it. One guy is not a defense. But if you're the backbone, like Rudy Gobert, I think you probably put a bunch of average to even under average defenders around Rudy Gobert and around Rudy Rudy Gobert, and he he's such a rim protector that he probably could be the anchor of like a, at least a mediocre or or a slightly above average defense, mm-hmm. just because of his size. So whatever, that's enough about that, man. What else we gonna talk about? Kyrie Irving. Let me ask you. <laughs> oh, my favorite. No, no, yeah, he's been incredible to start this season. He's averaging. Has he though? I, Oh, yeah, no, he absolutely has. Let's nah. not do that. 35 points a game is – is Ugh. and shooting – I think his true shooting percentage right now is like 61%. He's been incredible. He's averaging sure. 35, 6, and 6. All right? 35, 6, and 6 is nothing to sneeze at. I don't care who you are. No, no, it's, right? good, st- it's good counting stats. Sure, it's great. He has been a net positive on the court. So, like, let's say, I think that first game they played when he scored, I don't know, something like with the 50 – no. no, the first, first game of the season, he's put up 50. Oh, that's right. He did score 50 first game of the season. I forgot. He was and they lost. <laughs> well, he was – again, listen. If you are plus 18 when you're on the court and you lose by one, you can't put that on him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I'm 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 not a Kyrie hater. I am. But I'm, I'm a big-time Kyrie <laughs> In case you can't tell. Listen, let me – all right. I'm going to – I hate to do this, but I'm going to defend Kyrie for a second. I know you're going to ask me about what – the com- about the comments that came out about him uh, being like the what is it the Nets management thinks that you know they're worried about him being a problem because of his mood so swings. real quick for the, real quick yeah. for the listeners uh, I think it was Jackie McMullen who did a uh, you know a little ESPN piece and she's just talking about him in a new area him and Kevin Durant and one of the quotes though was that um, his mood swings are already had the Brooklyn front office quote unquote queasy. He had an episode kind of they said like he had a mood swing in when they were all in China and like it left everybody like kind of on pins and needles wondering what's going on. Um, so that's where the that's what we're talking about. And make sure you check that piece out. It's really interesting. So I'm going to say whoever that 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 uh, official or whoever that um, what do you call it? A office person, <laughs> that person with the nets that let that shit out is a douchebag. Like I'm not a big Kyrie fan. I do think he creates problems, um, and I think a lot of his stats are just empty counting stats. And he's, you know, he's kind of a ball hog. He's kind of a he doesn't share the ball the way that a really efficient offense would. Uh, he puts up some really pretty stats, and he does some really beautiful things with the ball. But I just don't think his style of play or his mindset equates to winning. All of that aside, fuck that guy, man. Because like Kyrie clearly has some depression issues he's clearly has some okay. emotional Let's issues do, do and like give me a favor wait wait wait, 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 wait. i'm on my high, no, 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 i'm no, on my no, soapbox no. give me a second no i no 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 let's do let's stop this right now i one thing that kind of bugs me about um and not bugs me i think it's kind of it's i think it's irresponsible because sure Kyrie did tell us that you know he had a tough time to deal with his grandfather's passing he didn't handle it well didn't get help but i think it's 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 presumptuous and irresponsible of, of us to assign something like he obviously has. All right. So that's not I, right. All right. Fine. I take it back. Maybe he doesn't have depression or maybe I'm, it would seem to me that he suffers from these things because as a person who suffers from these things, I'm just calling like I see it. All right. So it would appear to me that Kyrie has some emotional or something issues, right? Okay. Got it. So rather than helping with this, rather than doing what his, you know, what's best for him and best for the team and like, you know, 
really putting some your your money where your your mouth is and, and as far as like the league talking about mental health issues and blah 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 rather than doing that the guy is like oh we're really worried about his his you know his mood swings and shit well maybe you should just try and like help him with that maybe you should right, stick so, a little yo, bit of money yo, into like just, really what should, what should they do should they for, go get him committed what should they do yeah i mean you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's a multi-million dollar athlete he's the he's the face of the franchise right now and you what what do you what what can they do talk to him Talk to him. See what. See, okay, see if he really again, has an I, issue. Dude, doing this doesn't help anyone. Going to the media what, doesn't help anyone. If you really have an issue, keep, fucking keep that shit in house. Like, talk to him. Have people that are no, close I'm to him out. talk no, to him. No, talk to people Joe. that are close to him. Like, Yo, don't, don't fucking Jack, out your Yo, player like that. No, deep breath, brother. When Jack McMullen has this kind of thing, it could have been a trainer who saw this she has an in with. It could have been a team staff member, not, not like the front office guy. So... When you hear these reports, and honestly, let's be real, Jackie McMullen is a Celtics-centric writer, and Celtics. So, I'm not saying she is biased as slant. I'm just saying that before you go off on the anonymous Nets, you know, tip dropper, there's a lot of things that go into it, and, and that that we don't know, and we don't know what the Nets have tried to do. We don't know what any team has tried to do with with Kyrie. Sure. Right. Sure. I'm just saying that it's not fair to put that on a guy who I, I don't want to be a Kyrie apologist. I do not want to be a Kyrie defender. Believe me, I do not like Kyrie Irving. Do you hate basketball? I don't like his brand of basketball. But uh, but the thing I, is, like, I have to defend him in this case. Like, it's that's completely unfair. Like, you know, that's yeah, I'm glad I that just, his guys came to his his you know got his back but i mean and probably some of that's absolutely true but like why would you do that man why would you go to the i don't care who the fuck it is in the organization like don't say that shit about your player i mean it's I definitely mean, gonna I, I think it could cause problems whatever yeah i just I, so my thing is i feel bad for Kyrie, even as much as i don't like him and as much as like i might agree that that's true it's just the fact that you're putting that out there is just it's sad and it's unfortunate as far as much as the league wants to talk about mental health and how these issues are important to them they go out and you know one of the fucking whoever it was in that in that in that organization goes out and says shit like that and like that's not helping anybody like i just i just really want us to to in our future shows we can't just like hey this obviously has this because that's not fair no no that's you're not- right it's not fair. i misspoke and i shouldn't i shouldn't play armchair doctor and diagnose him with something that i don't Thank know he has you. that's right you're right you're right i misspoke but the point of the matter is if he really does have shit like that you know it's probably a deeper issue than just like yeah he's moody he's a moody asshole dude i've been called a moody asshole my whole life doesn't feel good stop well, making me I moody mean- god damn it <laughs> At the same time, like it's something like if that's what Jackie Mack heard from a, a trusted source, and she's obviously plugged into the NBA all over the place. Yeah, it's a very murky area because, like, should she report it? She said something that she should go to. So I don't know, but it, it'll be. All I'm saying is, it was reported that he had issues like this in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He got traded. He was happy in Boston, and then obviously things went south for different reasons. And you know, it's it happened. It happened. And then now this. And so, I, honest, look, guess what? Sometimes people are just whatever for whatever. I don't know. We don't know. So it'll be something something to watch going forward, man. By the way, That's I also all. like um, his I, – I do – I appreciate Kyrie's quote where he was talking about he doesn't have to be perfect. He doesn't have to be yeah. perfect. None of us are perfect. And he hit it on the nail. He hit the nail on the head finally. Um, but that's all I had to say about that. We can move on. <laughs> all right. So let's re- – so real quick, we're going to just uh, – you know, I think we talked a little bit about Kyrie. What do you expect? So would you be surprised um, if the Nets 
were the same or had a worse record than last season. Right now, they're already one. I in my preseason predictions, I said they are not going to make the playoffs. Whoa! All right. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. They're one and three right now. It's looking good so far, but you never know. Okay. Um, the Warriors right now, uh, I, I was one of the – like I heard a lot of people saying, you know, I thought it was a hot take. They're not going to make the playoffs. But as things are mounting and how they look so far, now I won't be surprised. Yeah, I actually had it, them like it, fifth in the West. So I- Right. I thought it was perfect. I thought they would be like a middling Western team, you know, and, and then once Clay came back, they'd be a terror in the playoffs. But now they talk Clay might not come back. Yeah, I want you to. So right, last year against the West, even against the West, D'Angelo Russell averaged twenty one, like twenty one seven and four rebounds and shot like thirty nine percent from three. He was really good. D'Angelo had a great season last year. What do you think his stat line looks like and Draymond's stat line look like for the rest of the season? Well, I mean, if 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 D'Lo is going to be their primary option, their primary scorer, I would imagine he's going to his he's probably going to put up like. What did you say last year? 25? I think he'll probably put up 25 and... It was 21. 21. 25 and 7. And they're going to have oh, wow. a okay. terrible record. Okay. And how about Dre? Uh, Draymond, I still think he's going to hover around 10, 8, and 8. Yeah, not even 8. 10, 8, and 5. Sorry. 10, okay. 10, 10 points, 8 boards, 5 assists. I just... It's going to... Cool. I almost feel bad for those guys, but like, it's not Fuck. not great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad at all. And uh, you know, I'm not going to uh, obviously the injury sucks, so I'm never going to celebrate an injury. Right. So I I want I wanted my 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 number one goal, I wanted to see Steph Curry take on the role like a a, a Dame Lillard where he is unquestionably like the backbone of that offense. And I get it. He already he already showed us what he has. We know Steph is great. You know what I played- you know what I lament about the Warriors, honestly. I I it sucks that they got Kevin Durant. Seriously, it sucks that they got Kevin Durant because that ruined what was a perfectly easy to root for team. They were the young up and comers who defied all the odds, who finally got over the hump. And what? I disagree with. Look, they won seventy three without. That's what I'm saying. And then they got Kevin Durant. They were they were dancing and celebrating. I know they were fun, and I would have loved to see that team stay together and that team like compete again with the Cavaliers the next season instead of having this like you know. MVP that pushed him over the top and they were not fun anymore. I, I just think that Kevin Durant ruined the Warriors from start to finish. So I am um, just full of hot takes that I don't know you, what you, is going you, on. You with sound, me. I can't I'm like you a sound, fucking human flamethrower right now. Not even hot takes. You sound like you are you in a bad mood today, bro? I'm kind of in a bad mood. I'm sorry. It's been a rough I day. You sound really like. But happy really. Halloween. Oh yeah, great. Happy pagan holiday. So who's your surprise player of the league of the league so far? Uh Kendrick Nunn. Tell me tell me something about Kendrick Nunn. Well, he was an undrafted player coming out of uh Illinois, I think. And he got signed to um the Warriors G League team last year. Did you also know I was just looking up his Wikipedia. Did you know that he got kicked out of school for some reason? He was he was shit, I closed out the page. Don't worry about that. He's been really good. <laughs> <laughs> he's been really so, good in the game. To the listeners, he's now starting, I think, for the Heat. Yeah, he's starting for the um, Heat, and he's averaging like he's 21 guard, points a game. 21, uh, like 21, 3 and 3, which you know, 3 and 3 doesn't matter. When you're tw- you're averaging 21 as a starting you know, guard, that's pretty impressive. He's shooting 49% from the floor. He's shooting 44% on six threes a game. 
Now that keeps up. That's amazing. I doubt he's going to keep up that kind of pace, but yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. That's a good call. He Mike played three call. seasons at the university of Illinois. He was dismissed from the team following the 2015, 16 season. I doesn't say it does not seem why, but maybe he had some like sort of, uh, personality issues that people didn't want to deal with. Uh, and maybe that's why he went undrafted. Cause he seems like he has a shit ton of talent. Well, I, you know, you got to look at his college numbers and all that. And, you know, that's why I, yeah, I don't follow college ball. Yeah, just I, don't, I don't either. I'm just looking this up on. But he is 24 years old. He's 6'3". He's, he's, he's lighting up the he's lighting it up right now. And I was just. I'm going to give a shout out to my boy. Uh, he did Washington. Uh, I think he was out of Kentucky. Um, he's a 6'7", swingman, swingman slash power forward. Never really heard his name. Didn't think anything of him. He is starting for the Charlotte Hornets right now. He's averaging like 15 and 7 a game. He's already had two 20-plus point games. He started the season with 27 points and seven made threes in game one of the season. Um, He is like – so I know that the Hornets are kind of laughing stock. They didn't pay Kemba. They signed my boy Terry Rozier to to all this money. But they got they found a gem. P.J. Washington right now is averaging 16 a game. He is shooting 52% from three. Um, the Hornets just beat – who they just beat? They just beat Sacramento and the Kings. So we got to talk about the Kings. The Kings are a huge disappointment, yeah. So um, I'm going to go P.J. Washington. My, and my my, my runner-up, my shout-out is going to go to Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who is looking like nice. you know, a borderline all-star right now mm-hmm. for the for the Thunder, who aren't that good. Yeah, which is surprising to me. That's That was going to be a team where it was like uh, confusing players, confusing teams. All right, well, we can get that. So, hold on, what else we got? We got um, that's our surprise player so far. How about surprise team? Yeah, surprise team is the Oklahoma City Thunder. I everyone was, con- you know, saying they were going to be bad. I had a, I had a, I had a little bit of hope for them, even though I didn't have them in the playoffs. But uh, they're just not good. They're, just, I just don't understand what's going on with them. They have Chris Paul. They should be better than this. Really? What? You're surprised that they're not good? Yeah, they have everything except for Westbrook. Like, what changed? I mean, like a lot changed. Paul George left. Uh, Grant, Jeremy Grant's gone. Oh yeah, that's right, Paul George. Oh yeah, Grant's gone. Ah, I forget. Adams, I think. Uh, Steven, if, I don't know if he got hurt, but he's he hasn't been playing well. Mm. So yeah, like their so their best players are you know Chris Paul and and Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, Gallo was amazing, dude. Gallo's awesome. Gallo's awesome. Shea Gilgis Alexander is awesome. I don't know why. Oh. I, like you're right. They lost some key players. They lost. Chris Paul, I mean, not Chris Paul, Paul George. I think this, this shows you the difference between a, a very high-quality player like Danilo Gallinari. He's good. He is really good. Any team would love to have Danilo Gallinari. Right, even right now, he's averaging 18, almost 18 and 5, mm-hmm. right? And he's, he's shooting the ball well. But this shows you the, the gulf between being a quality NBA, like, starter, you know, even a, you call, I think Gallinari was like almost a borderline all star last year. Mm-hmm. He was but definitely. There's, there's a gap between that and a superstar. Well, not nobody's because, calling him a superstar. But no, no, I know, I know. I'm not saying that. The fact is, like, a player can be as good as he is, and Shea's playing very well. Shea's averaging almost 22 a game, seven rebounds a game right now. He's shooting the ball well. Um, not great from three, but you know, he's he's he gets to the hole. He's he's long. He's athletic. Um, so the big difference here is that. You know, they're a young team outside of, you know, Chris Paul and, like, Gallinari and Steven Adams. And then uh, Chris Paul is showing another year of slippage. Uh, and it, you can say it's because of disinterest, which I, I think it's more 
Chris Paul is just not going all out right now. He's only mm-hmm. averaging 15. He's like averaging less than 15. Uh, he's averaging under five rebounds. He's only averaging wow under four assists, which for him is ridiculous. That's really bad. Yeah, and I think it's I think he's just his heart's not into it, right? We all know that Chris Paul is only he, this is not a permanent stop for him, and he's not probably happy with being in a situation rebuilding. But he's making the best of it, kind of at least saying the right things. Yeah. But yeah, he's not he's not giving it his all right now. Well, they should get a win tonight in in. Uh... Pelicans. Now, and we, I'll also Northern. say this: even their losses, they they haven't been getting blown out. Like they 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 actually had the lead on Portland the other night, and end up losing. Like Dame Dame just went nuclear on them. Um, so like it's, it, I think are they one in four? They're one in four, yeah. It is what it is, man. Like they, this is you know, Pressy called it. What do you say? Like reposition and replenish because mm-hmm. they got all these draft picks and all that. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, look, they no, oh, they got blown out by Golden State. No, oh, did they? No, no, they beat Golden State. They Sorry, beat that's the shit out of Golden State. Yeah. So yeah, all their losses like five five point loss, twelve points, then a four point loss to Houston and a three point loss to Portland. And so that, they're in these that games. game against Houston was a really good game. I was watching some of it. it no, they've been in it. They, I think they've just had some bad luck or not bad right. luck. Right. So you they, can't. They're young. Gonna... You're right. You're right. They're young. But uh, yeah, I hope they would start better. I feel like they might actually come around and be better than than we think they are. So I get to stay my surprise team now. It's it's really easy and it's simple. I feel like I'm kind of status quo here at the Suns. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go positive. You went like, oh, I was surprised how bad they are. I'm angry. I'm surprised. (laughs) Yeah, you are. You are in a kind of, you're in a funky mood, which is funny because I'm normally the one who's in a fucked up mood. (laughs) I know, it's true. But um, so the Suns last, was it just last season? They start off so poorly that they fired their coach like within three games. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, you remember that? Yeah. Um, and so the fact that this year they're they're already three and two, they have a couple of good wins, even with DeAndre Ayton suspended for twenty five games, which yes. is such a fuck weird. That's that whole story is like, with, there's so much in the NBA we can't even talk about right now. Right, so many it's, things. So many things. Um, but yeah, they're three and two. They had a you know they just destroyed Golden State the other night. Uh, Devin Booker is looking like you know he's averaging twenty four four and six. He's passing the ball. He's making plays. Uh, Rick Rubio, their big addition. I'm not a Rubio fan, but he seems to make a difference. Ubre's made a mini leap. Aaron Baines and Frank Kaminsky are holding it down in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like they look like a real team. And, and you know, uh, credit to Monty Williams. And you know, it, it's it's fun to watch. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm a big Devin Booker fan. It's nice to see them have a little success. Good. All right. Great. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know you got. I know you got a role here soon. I do got a role, man. You? What? Okay, real quick. How about your disappointing or your confusing player and confusing team? Uh, I thought I just gave you Oklahoma City, but I thought that was your surprise team. It's a bad surprise. Oh yeah, sure. It's both. It's both. What's okay. my what's my disappointment? Sacramento Kings. I really thought they were going to be better than this, uh, but we should have seen this coming because they have fucking uh, what's his face coaching them now. <laughs> no, do you think Luke is the problem? No, I, I, I don't know, man. He doesn't have a, tra- he doesn't have a great track record with the Lakers. I mean, he, you know, he had that one season with the Warriors where they couldn't lose. But you know, how much of that was him, and how much of it was, was the players? He was just holding the status quo. I, I don't know if Luke Walton is the, is the problem or not. But I, I just, it just sucks because they showed so much promise, and they have done nothing so far this season, and they've gotten blown the fuck out. So. I don't, it's a huge disappointment. I had him in the playoffs. I had him sneaking into the eighth slot over the Lakers. That's right. You heard it here first. 
Wow, what the hell is wrong with you today? I don't think um, the Lakers are going to be healthy the whole season. That's what's wrong with me. But go on. Yeah. Man, it's, it's all right. All right. Um, so here's the thing about the Kings, and this is where I think I do kind of believe in the basketball gods and karma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dave Jorger's not. You know, I don't think he's a great coach, but he did a good job last Clearly, year. Clearly, because his name's he's Jaeger. Got, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have those guys competing. Uh, they all seem to really buy in, and then you fire them. Yeah, no. Yeah. And the, the new coach you bring in immediately has a scandal. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. And, like, I, honestly, I was hoping they just dropped him right there. I was hoping they just, like, all right, well, this is – this. we don't need this kind of energy around our team. Yeah. And Luke Walton should have been out of there with the whole sexual assault thing. He should have. Um, and listen, I, like it. I know we Duke can't. That, but, yeah, it was whatever. Whatever. I, I I hated to hear that. And I hate that. Like to have that attached to your team is an embarrassment, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, I'm not saying like it's just, uh, but, uh, you know, our guy, De- uh, Darren Fox looked great last season. And I'm, I'm, you know, this season he just looks, I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I really think it's a lot of coaching. And I think, I think, cause Jaeger was really good for those guys, man. He took that young team and made them something and they were playing together. They just had a lot of turnover in the new soft season. I just don't think, I just don't think Luke Walton's a great coach. And it's not just that. It's the fact that, look, it's it should be a nice, organic, slow burn, right? Mm-hmm. Your guys are getting better minutes. You, Harrison Barnes, you don't give Harrison Barnes 25 mil again. You don't give mm-hmm. Trevor Ariza freaking, you know, 25. I think they got him for two years, 25 mil. Why are you doing that, you know? Yep. And, and I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, it's it's so sad because we you see a team that has been a perpetual. It's it's funny because you look at them versus the Suns, right? The Suns made the right coaching hire and they kind of taken off. And these guys, I think they made the wrong choice and like they're struggling right now. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm coming around. Maybe maybe Luke is the problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else is the difference there? They lost. Uh, fucking, I can't think of a single name tonight. Here we go. I'm back on my shit. Uh, um, I think <laughs> Bagley is hurt. Bagley's hurt. Bagley. Yeah. Bagley's oh, hurt. Oh, uh, Willie Collie Stein. Willie Collie Stein. They the... lose Willie Collie Stein and their team falls apart like this. I don't think that's it, man. Then yeah, Bagley's hurt, but you know what it really is is that like they had a coach, whatever their issues were with them, they had a coach who had the team playing together that the players loved or, or they believed in, and he had them playing together in the right way. You take that guy away as a vote of no confidence and you insert this other guy who's apparently a douchebag. what do you think is gonna happen to your team? You're right. It's it's a culture shift and it's it's I'm really hot tonight. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies to all the Dunk Tales fans out there. I am just f- human flamethrower. Also, I just want to say happy Halloween to everybody because it's my favorite holiday and I love you all. Snotty, we well, should get out of here. Say, I, I really got to go. I know you got to go. I know you got to go. I'm going to give a couple shots. Shout out to Pascal Siakam who got his money. He's playing like a superstar. Yes. Uh, shout out to Russell Westbrook who is starting to reinvent himself. And it's hilarious watching Houston fans go from hating his guts to loving him. Um, I'll shout out Houston fans there. Hey, I'm still not a Westbrook guy, but go ahead. You're such a dickhead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Laurie Markinen. I hope he stays healthy. I think he had times last year looked like a superstar. And, hey, as a Celtics guy, shout out to my boy Terry Rozier. He got his money. He got a starting role, and he got a nice win over the Kings the other night. I'm still rooting for my man Terry Rozier. Anybody else? Uh, shout out to you for putting up with my shit tonight. Oh, man, I appreciate you, bro. I'm glad we finally got to do the show. And we're going to have a surprise guest slash co-host next week. Um, follow Joe at Joe Borelli on Twitter. Just 
J-O-E-B-O-R-E-L-L-I. And follow me on Twitter at Snotty Drippin'. Just for and everyone fo- that just so everyone knows, I am not the douchebag from Staten Island who's a Republican congressman or whatever the fuck he is. Fuck that guy. I'm the real Joe Borelli. Now you know. Uh he said it. He meant it. Follow um our guy uh at well, just follow the pod. Was it at the Dunk Tales? And if you get a chance, block the other one because somebody hijacked our other Twitter account. We still don't know how that happened. (laughs) still have no idea how that happened, but whatever. They're not not posting anything. They haven't said anything to us, but they took our other Twitter account. Um, I think it somehow got lost in a loop somewhere. One of those crazy loops where you cannot get out of it because you can't find it. It's just it's crazy. Go ahead. It's your email address, so it's I mean, not though. That's the thing, and I didn't. But it, it. it's it's a, it's Joe something. So yeah, it's but not it's me. not my email address. It's really not my email address. There's too many things. I in got it. you, man. Yeah. No. Um, shout out to Matisse Thibel, who right now leads the NBA in steals at twelve with you know with a total of twelve steals. Love my guy. Um, that kid is awesome. But thank you because I do love Grant Williams and mm. uh, my boy Carson Edwards. So yeah. it's, it was worked out for both of us. They're going to both be good too. I'm still happy. <clears throat> Matisse is the perfect fit on this team. But I do like Grant Williams and and who's the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards. Carson there we go. Got to go. All right. Love you. Goodbye. I thank you for listening to this episode of Dunk Tales Pod. Subscribe. Listen. Check out my boy Superflight Pod. Holler at us on Twitter. We're going to do questions and stuff next time, and we're out of here. Also, should we uh, mention the the basketball revolution yet? No, it's it's hoops hoops rebellion. So just cut that part out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm leaving that in. That's the best stuff. No. <laughs> check check out our check out our, our we got new shit coming over at hoopsrebellion.com too. So there you go. All right. Basket. What'd you call it? Basketball revolution. <laughs> All right, we're out. Peace.